Views expressed by the host or guests are independent and their own. No endorsements are implied. All right, so we have a refill. We're ready to get back started again. This is great. All right, so pivoting right along um, into the next topic. So one of the things that impresses me the most about your about your management style and like something that just sticks out to me is how focused you are on developing talent. I can't even count how many times um, when you were my manager, you were telling me, develop your talent, develop your talent, develop your talent. What are you doing to develop your talent? That was pretty much, I think, every coaching conversation that we had. And rightfully so. What do you think is a major key to developing a culture of that professional growth of developing talent? It needs to be something you talk about all the time. It needs to be the reason that you go to work. Mm. You know, and I know we think the reason we go to work is to help customers, right? yeah. is to provide yeah. a customer experience. Right. But, and I'm sure people have seen this, you know, on the internet, if you take care of your people, yeah. your people will take care of their customers. Yeah. Uh, and it's true. So if we focus on developing people to get to where they want to be, that's their motivation to come to work. Because ultimately, we're we're selfish creatures, right? Like, that's human nature, is everything we do, we have to have a why mm-hmm. that speaks to us. And if I go to work because I want to make a customer happy, that's not as strong of a motivation as going to work because I want a promotion, right? Right? Like, you know, one of those things is stronger than the other as far as motivation. Yeah. Um, so if you don't find a way to motivate the person, and if you make everything about about external things like the customer, uh, that person is, is going to think that they're just there to be a machine and they're just there to, you know, answer the phone and repeat a script. And there's no purpose, mm-hmm. true purpose, for them to show up to work every day. These are the stories of real people helping real people. Bringing you the latest, new, and fresh ways to provide world-class service. And just whatever we feel like talking about that could make the world a better place. I remember you made this document of leadership competencies, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the wine. Um, So I I remember, you know, you made this this document and I I think there was some others that collaborated on it. But I remember just like this document coming out and like, do you think that that is important? Like having some type of a of a roadmap for leaders to follow when it comes to developing their talent? Is that what you set out to do? Was it more of like, I want to create a document that's more of a roadmap so that my people can visualize how to develop their talent? A thousand percent. Not just the visual visualization. You're right. The wine, it just, mm, <laughs> those four <laughs> syllable words. Um, not just to visualize it, but to tell people how. Because right. if you came to me and said, if, if I said to you and you were my manager and I said, I, I want to be promoted in the next 12 months, like, that's my goal. That's my why. That's why I show up to work every day. I yeah. want more money. Let's make it happen, right? Because right. that's that's why we're here. Um, but and my boss said, okay, yeah, you know what? In order to be promoted next year, you have to be a better leader and you have to have better results. Yeah, man, that's the vaguest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that is the worst advice. What am I doing with that? Right. Better. I just have to be better. Like better how? Better right. when? Better where? Like, that's not a roadmap. So the competencies are saying, we don't just want you to be better in general. We want you to be a stronger communicator. Okay, well, what does that mean? Okay, stronger communicator means we want you to have weekly one-on-ones with your team. Okay, now that's a thing I can do. 
Right. I can have now I know what I need to do. I need to have weekly one on ones or um, we want you to be um, take initiative. OK, mm-hmm. well, that's a buzzword. Yeah. Well, what we mean by take initiative is if you see an email come through that is targeting the group, I want you to be the first one to answer it. Okay, yeah. now that's a thing. That's an action. That's something I can do. Right. So now I spend my year having consistent one-on-ones, and probably those one-on-ones have a structure. Yeah. Uh, of the same, you know, similar questions that I ask each week, and similar things I'm following up to each week, and I'm the first one to answer every email that comes through to my team. Then when it comes to interview for that next role, I can say how I took initiative. Yeah. And, and the word consistency, like I think is key there because one of the things I found that that roadmap that you developed did for me is, you know, I had a team of, I think at the time about 16 people and, um, it helped give me, um, a, the same scale for everyone and like the same goals and the same pathway to, to reach those goals. So the, the roadmap was just, was huge in helping me like be consistent from my top performers to my bottom performers and how I was developing them towards this target, right? So mm-hmm. how do you approach a situation if an employee doesn't want to develop or they're not being honest with themselves about where they are in their development? That happens a lot. Uh, it, it happens at every job. I think every leader has someone on their team that fits this description. They either don't think they're in the place that they're at mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they think they're further ahead than where they actually are. Um, or there's someone who just doesn't want to be there. Right. Um, and, and those are kind of kind of different, so I'll answer them a little bit differently. But for the person who thinks they're in a different level than they're at, um, first of all, we need to be honest. Because in the workplace, there's so much buzzwords and, and trying to, you know, not be mm-hmm. confrontational and fearing telling the truth. Right. And even fearing hurting people's feelings when ultimately... The real way to hurt someone's feelings is to lie to them. Right. So if you sit here in one-on-ones and you say, you know, you're really doing great with A, B, and C, and you can work on D, but let's go back to A, B, and C because those are the things you're doing really well. Yeah. You're you're doing that employee a disservice. Right. Right there by by downplaying the the D C D E F G things. Right. And highlighting the A B C. Right. Um, you should start start with the things they need to work on and. Um, the feedback sandwich, as they say, don't ever do it. And yeah. for a while I was doing it and I realized now how terrible the feedback sandwich is. Um, and for those that don't know the feedback sandwich, it's giving some really great positive feedback yeah. and then giving constructive and then following it up with positive again. It's confusing and it makes the employee think that the negative piece of feedback isn't important um, when really that negative feedback is for growth. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing you do is is you have to build a, a place where there's trust. Right. Because the feedback sandwich is a is a way of like blunting the the impact of the feedback. Right. But if you had a a place of trust that is open and welcome, where the agent knows your intentions are good, hmm. then you don't need to. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. Right. If I could sit here and say, AJ, those pineapples on your shirt are wild. Like, what is that shirt? Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> we're good friends. You would laugh yeah. Be- because I've built, uh, you know, a friendship with you that right. that I could probably say something like that. And, and right. you know, we have that. Rapport. Place. Yeah. Right. So uh, the first thing I look at when someone who reports to me who is having trouble with a, a frontline agent 
says, you know, they they don't take feedback well. I'm like, well, what have you done to provide this space, a safe space for them to accept feedback? And what's your relationship like with this person? And then there are still, trust me, there's still people that there's just no yeah. way to build that relationship. Or, or people where maybe there's personalities that clash so much that it's just really hard to do. Um, and, and that definitely happens all the time. But the most you could do is ask for their input uh, on, you know, what would make this a safe space for you? What could I do Right. To make you understand my intentions and and have that conversation the first one on one you ever have with them, right? Like don't wait until something negative happens. Like first first conversation, how can I make this a safe space so that if I give you feedback, mm-hmm. you know it's coming from a good place? Like what can I do for you? These targets such as answer times and different KPIs and service levels and average handle times and. Um, FCR, first contact resolution, and all of these different these different metrics and different things that we're trying to meet. And we have to realize that in all of those numbers, I think that personality is a part of that. And it, it contributes to the success of us hitting certain targets. So we can't just go and be leaders and strictly deal with the numbers. We do have to we do have to kind of deal with the personalities of our employees as well because that is a factor, right? Yeah, and the dealing with the personality pieces, that's going to make the numbers show up. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, but but I think a lot of people managers say, like, isn't that the role of the company to to provide training and development to our employees? Like, you know, is is it just the training and development department that has to has to deal with this whole like personality situation and shouldn't they get it right and then when they get to the stage of being in operations like we just go based off of what training and development did like i I don't know does does training and development do it all or is like is there a role where training and development hands it off and then the people leader steps in and then you know continues that well for everybody who can't see me shaking my head no so aggressively right there it is not just up to a training and development or an L and D team. Uh, the purpose of the L and D team is is to give the leaders the tools on how to be good leaders. But then we've got to be good leaders, uh, and, and maybe the learning and development team helps us get there by having conversations, kind of like the one we're having right now. But uh, or maybe they're the ones who write the competencies, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're the ones who action them, and we're the ones who have to live them every day, and. That's that's on the leader. And and you know what really grinds my gears? And I feel like this is worthy of, of topping off my glass because, man, you can hear it, too. OK, the beautiful sound of wine flowing grinds my need. gears when uh, when people like to throw around the word HR. Yeah. Claim HR. Yeah. I'm going to talk to HR about this. So I'm going to go yeah. to HR. HR said this. No, you're the leader. HR is a, is a partner, mm-hmm. a business partner. They're there to help you and give you guidance. But. Once we turn HR into the disciplinarian, yeah, I feel like we're not really fully like doing everything we could right in that moment. If we turn to that as to, to be the bully, yeah, that shouldn't be the thing, right? Right. As we do always here, we're trying to give back to the community whenever we record a podcast. Uh, AG Impact. It's really super important to me that we um, we give back to the community and that we. Um, we always make sure that our our special guest gets the choice of charity. So 
Stephanie, tell us a little bit about the charity that you've chosen and why that charity is important to you. Yeah, so I chose um, a charity called the Blue Rose Foundation. Um, and what they specialize in is awarding scholarships to children from economically disadvantaged families. Um, I believe a lot in equity and inclusion and making sure that everyone has equal opportunity. Um, and in, in an, an amazing dream world, everyone would have the same access to education. Um, so that's kind of what the Blue Rose Foundation does. And they start early with preschool kids. Um, and I think that's where it starts because uh, education is the pathway to, to everything. You open up yeah. someone's ability to get themselves in education. Um, and I think that's the way forward. And it's probably the way for a great future and the way out of crime and, and helping build the economy. Like education yeah. is everything. And I, I think that's what that's what the key is of, of unlocking kind of equity in this country. And I think that's what we need. Yeah. You know what? Whitney Houston said, I believe the children are the future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. So cheers to our $15 donation for the Blue Rose Foundation. I'm really excited. I, I'm so glad that we're giving back to kids and um, helping with um, this cause for, for children. So um, it's amazing. It's done. We've sent $15 um, to our our charity and uh, the Blue Rose Foundation, so I feel really great. This is great. We've had we've had a bottle of wine. We've we've donated to the kids, and um, yeah. So I I'm just really excited. I think that um, we've had a really great time here. So um, we've recorded now for a while. We've been having fun with this podcast. We've been drinking a lot. Um, wine is cheaper than therapy. So maybe you know if people tune in a little more. <laughs> they can get their therapy through our podcast so um as we close out our recording uh tonight i've had so much fun i don't even know if i really want to stop honestly yeah, <laughs> this is great um so we're gonna have a little bit of fun we're gonna play a game um because yeah this is gonna have nothing to do with cx so um we're gonna play I've never done this before on a podcast. So we're going to play Never Have I Ever, um, the podcast edition. And I promise you, we've had plenty of wine to make this fun. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to grab some random stuff and I'm going to name it off and we'll find out who has and I'm who ready. has not. I'm All right, ready. here we go. Um, never Have I Ever Cut My Own Hair. Oh, I, did. I used to cut my own bangs. Oh, yeah, oh. I definitely have. Not not a proud moment. I've been doing it during the pandemic. I'm trying to grow my hair back out now. <laughs> but, you know, during the pandemic, I've just been buzzing it off. So. Um, but now that I can see people again. Um, I don't think this next one's fair. Never have I ever swum with the dolphins. No, I actually never have swam with them. Really? I, well, I kayaked with them, but I didn't. I wasn't actually, like, in the water with them. So I guess that counts. So I haven't, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. Well, you haven't. All right. Uh, I haven't either, so that's hmm. good. Um, let's see. Uh, never have I ever auditioned for a talent show. Oh, yeah, I've been in a ton of, yeah, I'm going to drink. I I've been in tons of talent shows. This is like my only talent doing podcasts. I was a theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good talent to have, though. Um, never have I ever voted in an election. I've definitely oh, voted yeah. in an election. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cheers. Oh, yeah, that last one. Um, 
And let's see. Like now, I want to change my charity to like a voter uh, <laughs> get the word out and vote charity. Right, Dang, right. <laughs> um, it's okay. Educate the kids and they'll vote. That's right. That's right. Um, the children are our future. Um, Whitney Houston knew what she was talking about. And um, let's see. Never have I ever made a prank call. What is this? I've definitely made I prank calls. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, of yeah. Course. Yeah. I've definitely made prank calls. Back in the day, making prank calls was like the thing you did to entertain yourself before the yeah. internet. So I definitely um, did that. Before you're old enough to drink. Like, you know? um, never have I ever ridden a motorbike. Oh, I have. I've never ridden a motorbike. I actually have. I'm scared um, to death of them, actually. I'm, I'm terrified of them. I actually, my uncle died before I was born. I never actually knew him, but he died in a motorcycle accident. So I was terrified of them. And it actually, I overcame it and got on a motorcycle. I was convinced to by a, a guy I dated back in the day. Yeah. Um, and I actually had an amazing time and I don't regret it. <laughs> it was fun. I don't know that I'll ever own one, but you know, yeah. it was nice to yeah. ride one. I've, I've never ridden one. I don't know. Something about just like being on a motorbike is kind of scary for me. <clears throat> so I'll try a few more. Um, let's see. I'm scared. Never have I ever done karaoke. Hmm. Yep. Not well, by choice. Why did I do that? <laughs> Not by choice. Why did I do that? What did you? What was your karaoke? Song? I was trying to impress a guy. Oh. I was trying to impress a guy. I was 18 <laughs> years old. I didn't even drink yet, and I was like, "I'm gonna impress him." And I got up and I sung this um, George Strait song. Why did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> It had to be really bad. I did not get the guy. I just want to point I, that out. That was going to be my follow-up um, question. <laughs> yeah. Happy uh, Pride, but I did not get the guy. Um, all right. So let's see. Never, ever have I Googled my own name. I've definitely Googled my own name. Uh, I did once, and I'll never do it again just because it's weird, and I don't, I don't <clears throat> like it. I'm kind of proud of my Google results now. Um two more and so let's see never have i ever seen avatar i've seen avatar mm -hmm. i saw it in theaters i couldn't tell you what it was about now but <laughs> it's been a while but i saw it in theaters and the last one on the list is never have i ever pretended to have a different accent to strangers uh I had this thing when I was in college where I used to try and speak French when I was drinking specifically because I was learning. I took eight years of French. Still can't speak it. Yeah. Despite taking it for eight years. I have family in Canada. So I was who they all speak French as their first language. Yeah. And I was like, I really need to learn French. Took so many years of it, but had nowhere to practice it. So I was never very good. I'm still not fluent. I can only read it sort of. And when I would drink in college, I would start talking in French. <laughs> terribly <laughs> terribly really bad um but i don't know if that counts oh it this, definitely but... counts sip yeah. away <laughs> <laughs> it definitely counts i have no experience with different accents i just have one accent and that's a country yeah <laughs> that's it. 
It's just Southern hospitality. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, grave. Cheers to you. Cheers. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I mean, we we learned a lot about each other. We've we've had a good time. We've drank a lot of wine. We've recorded a podcast of all things CX. Um, you all, this is this is my great friend and a very awesome um, people manager, Stephanie, and and we've had a great time here talking today on AG Impact. I'm really looking forward to whenever this gets out and all the people get to listen to uh, all of this because um, yeah, we've just had a great time. So um, we're gonna close out here. Any closing thoughts or remarks? Um, do something that scares you today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, next time you go to work, have a conversation that is a little scary. Just yeah. do it. Face your fears, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. It was great. Thank you. We're closing it out. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great week, a great year. I don't get to record podcasts often because panoramas happen, but... Um, I'm so glad that we got to record this one. It, mm-hmm. It's been a long time. We've been talking about this for a while, so I'm glad we actually got to sit down and got to do it. And uh, thank you for all the great wine. And I hope everyone has a blessed rest of your day and year and all of that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the recording, but we might drink more wine. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs>